0: Do you ever lift your head up from your phone, look around, and think to yourself, my God, everything is weird. Well, we do a lot. This is The Observation Station, a unique, entertaining, and hilarious podcast. If we observe it, we talk about it. Anything and everything. Anything and everything let's get weird and let's have some fun this is the observation station and now your host tommy heights
1: hey what's going on everybody thanks for joining us for another episode here on the observation station uh, just wanted to go over the previous episode, which was playing by your own rules, which gave an overview of how it is to kind of be your own boss in life. Uh, to check that out, it's the uh, previous episode from here. But to get into today's topic, it's going to be planning your next steps. So, one of the big things that I've been seeing here is when I talk to people out and about in public, when they want to ask me for advice, they go, Hey, look, I'm stuck. Everybody always is like, hey, I don't know how to get out of this rut. I've been in the same job here, done the same stuff, not really looking to do anything drastic, but want to make it where I have improvements in my life. Well, if you don't want to do anything drastic, that means that there's going to be no drastic improvements in your life. There has to be a cause and effect to what you do. So if you're just going to sit there and hope that something's going to happen out of thin air, like scratch off lottery ticket, that all you have to do is buy the ticket, scratch it off, and basically you're a winner if, if all the numbers match up. It, things don't work out that way. That's what people think that's going to happen. They go, oh, it'll take care of itself until you figure out too late when you saw that it did not take care of itself, whatever the problem was. And it just keeps, to, keeps persisting over and over and over. I'll give you an example. So say I want to have it where um, I'm able to travel to different places, but I don't have the money to travel to different places. Okay. Well, first off, this is really the biggest thing that I hear is people wanting to travel, not being able to afford it. Perfect. So if that's the case... If you're going to be at a job that's a minimal wage job and you're going to have it where you're told this is going to be how much you're going to be getting paid, yeah, you won't have enough to be traveling. If you expect that past the graduation years of you in college doing a job like that and thinking, oh, where, where did I go wrong here? I have a, you know, a degree in this and that and the other and I'm only making a little bit above minimum wage and I want to travel the world. Well, something went wrong there if you have a college degree and you're working a minimum wage job, because if you actually graduated, have a degree and you can't find a job, then you really have something, again, as I mentioned in my previous episode, something that's really not pertinent or what companies are looking for to apply so that that position is filled with somebody with you know, your skill set of this kind of degree that has no use in the business world. So. So if you want to travel, this is how really it's going to go. You need to figure out some side hustles. Two jobs really isn't going to always work because that means that you're way too fatigued throughout the day. Uh, I'll give you an example. When I wanted to have money to do extra things, I sold on eBay. This is what I did. I basically just went and figured out how to make extra side income. Now, people, again, are lazy. They don't like doing this, and that's why the the only the people that really try to squeeze the biggest juice out of life gets the... the the juice, the, the fruit juice, the la- fruits of their labor, however you want to say it, they they want to have it where they're getting something that's not given to them now, so they're going to go out and search for it. It's not comfortable. That's why they get to have it and you don't. And then you go on your chair and you're sitting there all, why is this happening to this guy? That's not fair. I work so much harder. You, might, you actually might physically work much harder. That's why you get paid such a minimum amount is for your physical labor. Unless you're doing stuff that's life-threatening, you know, construction, uh, anything out in the oil rigs uh, that, that is life-threatening, where you do get paid a certain amount, you know, it's cleaning off skyscraper windows. Yeah, that takes a completely different skill than having it where you're flipping burgers or doing anything that could be easily replaceable by anybody on the street with a three-hour onboarding course. That That's where... I, I chose to say, look, let's see how what I can do. So what I learned to do is go to Garage Sales and Goodwill, Salvation Army, any place that's selling uh, like new or used clothing. I was trying to get in the niche of uh, vintage clothing. So that way, I learned to research on what brands were selling, what brands were oversaturated, what colorways would sell, because maybe there's some more rare colorways in certain brands that only you could find certain places you would go into goodwill. Not everybody knows all of these brands and that's how you could snatch them up for $2 for a suit jacket and I could flip it for $120 to some dude in Kansas that loves this vintage style uh, because I did a little bit of work by putting it up on a mannequin, steam pressing it, making it look like it's a professional photo in a photo booth and investing in small things like that to make sure uh, like a photo booth or things in Amazon like a white backdrop so I could sell more products with a professional Uh, look to my store. Because if you have it where it's just some sloppy shirt thrown on your carpet, dim lit, wrinkled up, and you just slap a price up there, you're not going to have it where people are going to want to buy that. So that's just an example of trying to plan to get to your next step. Uh, And a lot of people say, I'm in a rut. I'm in debt. I'm doing this stuff. Okay, so let's see. What is it that you're doing on a daily basis that's putting yourself in these kinds of predicaments? I mean, if you're having it where you are frivolously spending all the time trying to have it where it, it, the gap is just not being filled with your uh, insecurities, well, that's going to be where you're not going to be out of debt forever. And, and all you're doing is just paying interest on stuff that you really don't want more than just to fill in uh, the void in your heart that's just not being given to you on a daily basis without... Um, you know any love or any interaction with people. You need materialistic items to try to fill the void in you know in your day to day life. So what you want to do is like if you don't have a plan in let's say one year's time of something at least one or two things that you would like to get done in one year. I mean people can say oh I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. That's completely uh, understandable. But if if you're going to be living year to year to year with that lifestyle choice of saying, I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Then you're going to be 44 years old, 60 years old, and saying, well, uh, you know, I'm old now. Somebody will take care of me, hopefully. A lot of people put too much emphasis on other people taking care of them. So that's kind of scary if you have no value add to the other people and you're expecting them to have it where when you get older, that's going to be just automatic that these people will want to take care of you so here's my idea if you want to plan your next step this is how it's going to go first take a look at where your life's at the good bad and the ugly there's a lot of things that you're going to be focusing on a lot of people start with the ugly that's because everyone likes to think negative and usually those are the people that are the hardest to work with because they're so far on the, on the spectrum to the far right or left or whatever you want to say on, on negativity that you have to say, okay, well, let's see here. How willing are you to cut this expense and this expense and this expense? Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, well, then you're, you're really not committed because there are things that are necessities and then there's things that are wants. So if you can have it where you can make certain sacrifices for the time being, and that way you can have a good place uh, of, of reference to say, okay, if I have it where I'm working towards this, that way I'm going to get to the goal to get to another step. Once I get to that step, I'm on a good track. I keep going up, going up, going up, getting, getting knocked down by life, which is normal. Boom, boom, boom. I may get knocked down two steps by you know some event that happens in your life, which is understandable. It's not where you're constantly going to have it where it's a one-way direction of you just having it where you climb the, the ladder uh, just always going up and there's no downfalls. No, that's not how life works. The way to, to see it is, okay, what are my patterns that I'm doing on a day-to-day basis that are hindering me from moving forward in some form or fashion? That way, okay, if you have... Uh, an idea to say, okay, I would like my goal to be where I feel better about myself, healthier. But you keep on going to the drive through two, three times a day. You're like, oh, oh, they have such great deals. Oh my God, four for four, buy one, get one, super size, even though that doesn't exist, whatever it is. Oh, they have such great, de- oh my God, I don't have any time to cook. I don't have time for this. I don't have time for that. I'm too tired. How do you have enough wherewithal to come home Watch three or four episodes on Netflix that are about 30 minutes to an hour each. And that, you mean you don't have time. Oh, you're too tired? Well, that's because you're eating shit food. That equals not a lot of energy. Oh my God. It's not that hard. It really is not that hard. I mean, it's like people are looking at this like it's the damn Da Vinci Code. Oh, two chicken sandwiches. Well, maybe if I cut it to one chicken sandwich. Stop with the chicken sandwiches, damn it. Get some salad, dress it properly. You don't need to be lathering this stuff up. Make it where, where this is something you're moving towards. You don't have to have it where you're eating like a rabbit all day, but look at yourself. I mean, you, you every single day that you're eating certain foods like this and you're trying to move towards a, another uh, better healthy lifestyle choice and you're saying, okay, my next step is to feel better about myself um, inside and outside, have it where my energy is a lot more higher because I feel tired all the time because of the terrible nutrition I'm feeding myself. There's no if, ands, or buts about that. That's just, <laughs> I mean, when you speak to diet to try to help people to move forward, it's just hell in a handbasket for like 98, maybe 99. And I'm probably being generous. It's probably 100% of people, but neither here nor there. Uh, and another example, say uh, you want to have it where in business you're saying you're an entrepreneur, very uh, wide net of stuff that entrepreneur could be it really comes down to what innovations do you have to, that the world doesn't really have right now? Because if you're just going to come up with something that's saturated and everybody has it, it, there's no no real worth of trying to put yourself out there and try to keep doing the same thing when there's a lot of noise out there. That's why you have to have a niche. If you go ahead and you figure out something where a market has not been tapped and you have people that need to have that fulfilled in their life, that's how you make money. The more people that you help, the more money that you get. Just like any time that uh, a new iPhone comes out or a new gadget comes out, well, It might be like a a refresh of a product. That might be something that you're like, oh, this is the same thing as a year and something, but it does different things. It fills different voids for different people. That's what this world does. The products that keep coming out is to fill different voids that there's not on the market to be uh, fulfilled. So if you're like, oh my God, I need to do a marketing plan. I'm a marketer and I've been trying to find clients. I can't find clients. How good of a marketer actually are you? I mean, your mom might tell you you're a great marketer, and so your grandma. Oh my God, my grandson, he's such a great... Where's the money? Where's the cash? That's how great of a marketer. Show me the money. If you're not having it where you're you're doing anything in, in entrepreneurial business to move forward... When you're in a startup, I understand there's there's a lot of there might be a year, two years, three years where you're not making anything, but you can see progressive things that if you're making money and maybe not paying yourself a salary, there's understandable ways of how uh, you know your income is supposed to be basically done up in a year if you if you don't pay yourself too much as a salary. I understand there's ebbs and flows to business. Uh, Another example I would give to you is if somebody is trying to have it where they're uh figuring out what they need to do in their career if they're going to, like the corporate ladder structure and whatnot. Here's the thing. If you're trying to have it where you're getting uh you know basically better skills to try to move your career in a higher direction with a you know better title, better whatever it is, then you will have to be learning on YouTube or other met like ways of seeing skills because people always want to have it where they're like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm I'm overworked and underpaid, overworked, underpaid, overworked. You're paid to a certain extent of whatever you're getting paid. You need to bring the company even more money, like double the money that you're getting paid for you to actually be an employee that is useful for the corporation. Because if you're having it where you're bringing in less than your output is, all you are is a liability to the company at that point. That's why you're trying to look at, okay, say if I need to be, you know, learning to speak a different language for business, and that's the way I can, you know, have it where I can d- deal with international clients. Okay, we'll figure that language out. It's going to be tough at the start, but if that's going to be another skill that you need to talk to a different country that maybe specializes in whatever your industry is, then. That's just going to have to be done, and you're going to be more valuable in the marketplace with you at the start, not getting paid learning the language, because once you get it where that language is at least fluent enough where you can do business with it, now you have it where you can do business in multiple languages, which in turn will automatically then give you better income, and it will make you more marketable as a bilingual, trilingual, whatever it is. The more languages you speak, the more you'll most likely be marketable to these companies. I mean, that's really the different angles that you should look at as a person. Where am I? First off, you have to see where you're at. A lot of people don't like seeing that. The It's just like having where, like, oh, that's tomorrow's problem. And then it becomes next year's problem. And then the other year's problem. And then you never see it until it's too late and it hits you straight in the face and you're like, oh, uh, well, this is way too late for me to revert back to trying to figure out where I'm at. It's like, I don't even know where I'm at. Yeah, nobody does. So... <laughs> That's the the whole thing is, is, is as soon as you can figure out where am I at, what is the trajectory I am looking to do in the next year, five years really is a long time away. I mean, that's something that it's very difficult to know what happens in five years, but in a year and two years, I mean, if you really don't know what's going to go on and then there's an issue that you don't have enough wherewithal with what you're doing in a day-to-day life. Uh, because in that case, you're just waking up, eating breakfast, going to do your job, gathering a paycheck, coming home and not having any other things going for you, really, aside from maybe a new show on Netflix that popped up. Uh, but again, with that being said, that's really going to wrap up the episode. I really do appreciate you guys for staying here till the end. The next episode is going to be keeping up with the Joneses. So what that really is going to be like is an episode going over when people are buying things frivolously, uh, just going into credit card debt and other kinds of debt, trying to impress people they don't like uh, with things that really don't matter, which is just materialistic. And I feel like uh, in the in the past couple of uh, years, I've seen that uh, with this TikTok generation and all this other stuff is people are just trying to outflex one another with the stuff that they're buying. So that's what the episode's going to be going over here on the next uh, episode. <laughs> so, guys, again, thank you for really sticking around and listening. I love the support from everybody here. I'll be seeing you guys on another day. Take it easy, guys.
0: You've been listening to the Observation Station. We find everyday life and everyday situations hilarious. We hope you've enjoyed the show. We know we had a blast. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And be sure to tell a friend about the show. That would help too. See you next time on The Observation Station.